Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Headspace Podcast, where we talk about the new hip-hop albums and go through them track by track. Today, we are going to be talking, by we, I mean me, I'll be talking about AJ Tracy's self-titled album, AJ Tracy. And this is very exciting for a couple of reasons, mostly due to my ignorance in the UK scene. But um, before we all jump into that, I'm going to do the intro bit, and then we're going to talk about AJ Tracy's album. If you want to skip this and jump right to the part where we begin, where I begin the album review, you can check the description of this video, and you will see every song timestamped for when it will actually be talked about. That way you can cherry pick, because I know, I know this whole thing's daunting. It's a long review, but I don't expect you to watch everything. Watch what you want, that kind of thing. Before getting into it for real, though, I want to let you know that I'm not necessarily an expert by any means. This whole channel is kind of like a public journey of me discovering and learning to appreciate hip-hop over time, about two years in now. So, um... I really appreciate all of your comments. It's mostly through the comment section that I've been able to really get my knowledge on. Because Google is good if you know what you're looking for. If you just Google vague terms, you get a lot of bullshit. You get a lot of pop reviewers, the kinds of people that usually appreciate what I do, they don't really wanna see that. And when I'm going to look for information, I don't know what the fuck is right or wrong. All I can see is a lot of pretentious people often dropping their opinions so you guys in the comments the real fans the people who truly appreciate often the acts that i'm covering even more than i ever could just because most of the time i'm brand new to it y'all really make the difference for me delivering a better product in the future so feel free to leave any comments you want normally i like to read my favorite youtube comment of last week's video but Last week, we, um, Christopher and myself, oh yeah, Chris isn't here. He's normally with me. It's supposed to be more of a conversational thing, but he has some shit to deal with this weekend. So here it's going to be me for a bit. I'm on vacation. Lots of me coming. Um, but last week, Chris and I were speaking about 38 Special's uh, album, 38 Strategies of Raw, which is not 33 Strategies of War. It's very hard for me to not get those two things confused. Either way. My favorite comment was when somebody showed up and you was like, 38 specials, put your shit on Instagram. And then I go ahead and I check that out and there it is. And it's 38 special. And he's got one of those new YouTube or features where you got to kind of watch pieces of the movie over time or whatever. But he has me saying some cool shit and he shared that. And his comment was three of those like fist up emoticons like that and then dope review and to get that from a guy like 38 special was the most meaningful let's say cosign we can call it of my entire time being on this channel so if 38 special does watch this or if anyone knows him just thank you that really blew my mind and it was amazing so that was cool that was a little different than the normal version where i would read one of your comments so if you want me to read one of your comments next week and aj tracy doesn't trump you trump actually has a meeting before the president um Either way, if you don't want to, if he comments, well, he's going to win. But everyone else, if you guys comment, whatever has the coolest comment is going to get read because it's about education. And often y'all guys or ladies, but like 99% of you are men, will uh, go ahead and teach me so much shit that I kind of wish I knew before the review. But unfortunately, I'm only going to learn. But I feel like AJ Chase is going to be around for a while. And so for his next release, y'all going to school me and teach me what I need to know is the hope at least. Either way. We're going to get ready to get into it now. Before we do, special thanks to the patrons. And we have a new patron. So now it's five people, which is fucking dope. Chris Prado, Super Old School 1994, Ismail Gadamsi, Lindell Williams, and we're going to go with Carl J is the new introduction. Uh, and that's really cool just to have five people supporting us so directly is dope. We'll talk a bit about that at the end. I'm just really happy that we had to introduce the new person. It's what it is. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about AJ Tracy's self-titled project now because uh, that's what you're here for. Um, my, I like to start this off kind of contextualizing my familiarity with the artist. And in this case, it's going to be more the whole UK scene. As I learned while talking about gigs and Wiley, that this shit is radically different in terms of its history than maybe what I'm used to. So while it all kind of feels the same, there's a lot of culture that would go into creating AJ Tracy's project that I, I don't know that I really know. I'm not saying, I understand that the guy may have been involved in some American shit, but I don't know a lot about his past. I know he comes from London and I know that he's 24 years old. And I think the age of an artist is 
very relevant for what I'm going to think about the message and what they have to say throughout the project because a guy like Eminem who's 46 who's kind of whining about a legacy that's kind of boring to me that's just my preferences it has nothing to do with talent or skill it's like what he wants to focus on however a younger guy doing a younger guy thing that's totally cool because he's a younger guy doing a younger guy thing just to give you that frame of mind but um I know that I don't know fucking anything really. I don't even know the difference between grime and regular UK hip hop. I know that they are different things. I know that I don't know the difference. So I'm not even gonna try to guess what is what. Y'all can maybe point me towards some educational things that'll help me. I know y'all did like the last time I asked this, but it was a different time in life. Now I'm like a lot more able to handle that kind of information and really understand it. Um, either way. Uh, yeah, so I don't know anything about AJ Tracy. I know that he appeared, he had a new album come out, and I heard the first track and I said, yo, I want to hear the rest of this project. And it kind of just became the main thing I was gonna focus on this weekend as the number one, just because I'm a bit of a sucker for the accent and it sounded hype that first track. So that's how I ended up choosing to do this for those who may ask that question. And sometimes it gets asked, why on earth did you pick this person? It's because it came out, the album's come out on Friday, pick from that. I've been sitting on it for maybe two days, heard it a few times, about five, six times now in the last two days. So for those who come to this in the future and have had a chance to really dissect everything, keep in mind that for me, this is a brand new genre-ish, like I get hip hop, but this is some next level shit to try to understand just the, the nuances of stuff. Like there's some lyrics where I'm like, that doesn't sound like anything anybody here would say but I'll bet it's hype because I now understand that different shit can be hype based on where the fuck you're from. And it's really convoluted when you get into like the metagame of hip hop. Anyway, um, I feel like I'm going very tangential on this one. I apologize for that. Still, I love the album cover. I love the fact that he's just sitting there and there's people behind him, but on his lap is what appears to be a little unicorn thing. It's got a little horn. It, it just looks like it makes me believe that what this album is is like he's now living this impossible dream like it communicates to me like when you think of a unicorn you just think of something mythical something rare something that's almost unachievable but something that everybody seems to want like unicorns are ridiculously popular so to get your own unicorn or in a sense of like maybe somebody trying to rise up in life to have your own album to have your own experience this whole life might feel almost like fantasy or whatever that's what got communicated to me through it and then it's almost like you're looking at it through like a jet or something because there's that red line thing that kind of looks like a window cutting off the view so i don't really know if i'm right about that because it also just looks like a normal ass room behind him with all those people just there and he looks fucking bored i don't know it's just there's a lot going on in this little cover but i feel like it does a lot to communicate maybe the state of mind he's in or he wants you to kind of perceive because i feel like a cover is supposed to communicate to you a little bit before you hit play what you're supposed to be thinking so to see that i was like that's cool so maybe he's like what i instantly thought was this guy's newly here and he's ready to go but maybe he's not fully enthralled with what life is you know like that's the kind of perception i was at starting this project it's his first main album i believe he's had mixtapes and shit in the past i'll be honest sometimes i don't like i read the wiki pages and then it just it's all just kind of stuff so it goes out and i don't unfortunately have enough time to watch all the interviews like i bet i should be doing so i'm acknowledging that there is some ignorance for me here anyway without further ado let's talk about plan b I also like to talk a bit about the title. I like the fact that it's self-titled, where like your first real introduction to him is, my name's AJ Tracy, and it's my project is me. I am the project. And I thought that was really cool. Um, I also am really enthralled with this one line that just popped out to me the very first time I listened to this. Me and you are not the same. We had a different past. And like, I got the sense that like in context, he's trying to convey it more like, he's got a real past he's authentic and you claiming that shit it's fake so you guys are not the same but then i thought about it on a very literal semantic like oh, sorry literal semantic like really think about what he just said and it's true like because you person watching this and i person sitting here have not like had the exact same past fundamentally we 
actually are not the same based on that because there's a degree of your personality that's simply the summation of your life choices what you did and everything and i like that like i like the idea that he's like look stop comparing us we can't be the same maybe there are similarities between us but truth is none of y'all unless you're from montreal none of y'all from montreal or none of y'all grew up with my world so you can't really understand my life a hundred percent we can all make assumptions about each other and i bet y'all could be right about a whole bunch of different things about my past and who i am and i'm not trying to pretend like i'm some unique person that's reinventing the wheel or anything but i just really like that that was like some of the more interesting wise shit that i think i've heard recently and i like when uh, my brain just starts running off of like a single lyric it's pretty dope but this comes in and it's got a really interesting beat that's probably what part of hooked me it's got a cool like drum pattern that i'm not 100 familiar with but with like almost typical highs on the beat and like everything else felt the same but that kind of boppy beat just really hooked me and then he's like running through them bottles running through them bottles i can't see what's real i'm living in a bubble turn up at the party trying to get in trouble yes yeah, she came with me i'm trying to keep it subtle i'm like on one hand it's a little bit in the realm of what you would expect i guess of somebody who's come from a bad place and is now in a position where they're famous but at the same time there's an honesty to it and i feel like when people glorify shit or take this life and like paint it in a bad way lately that's what really grinds my gears when people just kind of go next level with it but when you're saying shit like you're running through these bottles you can't see what's real you're living in a bubble that's not really the same thing it's just your vapidness right that's where all of a sudden you're expressing like yo maybe i'm drinking all the time because everything around me is fucking fake in this little social world of yes men and people trying to feed me bullshit all the time and i feel like okay so if hip-hop fundamentally is supposed to be a real expression and shit and that's the dude's life as he's trying to maybe wrap his hands around the game or get into this next tier of existence that sounds super legit i don't know it just really struck out to me as authentic and authenticity is something that i find very appealing so right off the jump i was very impressed and that hook is cool like it's a real hook it's got like a, a nice flow to it that makes it easy to like sing along to like you could everyone there could be like running through the bottles running through these bottles you know like it's not a hard flow so it's fun it's a great hook and then the first thing the guy's gonna say to us on the entire album and apparently this is the oldest track this is what he said about it he made it a couple years back in new york or whatever and he was just fucking around but the very first thing we're gonna hear from him on this project which to me as an american over here or not american i'm a canadian but when thinking about uk i feel like i just generalized canada into america but i'm a canadian born and raised but yeah i don't do drugs i don't want no pills get out my face i just want to chill and i'm like okay so right off the jump he wants his mind pure and he wants to like be left alone to kind of focus on what he's got to focus on diamond dancing on me i'm not grilled and she can throw it back but that neck is ill what i love about that is he's one of those guys that takes care of his team i don't know some people just sit, like don't include that like yo i'm popping and that's just the be all end all of it if you're gonna talk about how you're popping in my opinion your team has to be popping too and if that's a priority for him brag about being rich and making your boys pop too that's sick i can appreciate that you know what i mean um anyway it just kind of goes on through and it's very braggadocious it's very proper london in my aura boy i got that swagger on me yeah that's probably why i'm reviewing this because that shit is oozing and i love it and it's really fun to listen to i know grove is uh lad lab lab lad broke grove fuck the db back to each other it's challenging lad broke grove which is i believe where he's from um that's really like it's just really cool to like learn all this but unfortunately a lot of it's just kind of like names and stuff so i'm more interested i don't really understand let's say the the puns in england it's just a little bit different than the puns in canada anyway so i like that he's trini and he tells us that right away i also like lines like my brother's open carry like it's alabama my bro just touched his set now he's in a slammer and it really paints the idea of like look this is a little bit where i'm from you need to maybe have this understanding so he is currently popping he's currently kind of getting into this new world but at the end of the day he comes from this other environment and he's also so like this song is a really 
really cool introduction to who he is and it's interesting that it's like this is his plan b this whole music thing maybe like maybe he was trying to do something else i, I don't really know a lot about his past i don't want to speculate i did like the line pagan pagans think i don't know how to say that right pagans think i'm gonna fall i got another plan and i like that i believe that means pagans or whatever it's like jealous haters types and um so backstabbers is what genius tells me and the fact that he's at a point now where it seems like everybody who gets to this point like every single person has people trying to take him out like all of them no matter how fake shallow you are no matter how rich or poor you are it's like the second you start doing anything well for yourself that other people can't have or can't easily replicate they become haters it's something that really scares the shit out of me the fact that like, every single rapper has this problem i don't know that's a weird weird fucking world we live in either way um i gave this song a 4.25 i really like the flows i really like the beats it's got a good braggadocious introductory nature to them i think it's the kind of shit that i could throw on when i'm vibing out in a nice place and i just kind of want to coast and dance like a goofy guy in the corner i definitely was moving I, I was trying to get my shoulders on i'm very bad at this but this was really fun this was a really cool song so i give it a 4.25 maybe i don't understand the nuances of why it's better feel free to explain it to me in the comments but meanwhile i did feel a bit when i heard this album like i hit the jackpot I was left with an aching question with this song that I'm really hoping one of y'all in the comments could in fact answer for me. He says, I eat Chick-fil-A, but no Wendy's. And I was like, why? Why is that a thing? What's the difference? Is it be, is, did Wendy's do something that I missed out on? Am I like just out of touch here? So I was super hoping that like one of y'all could maybe explain why Chick-fil-A is cool, but Wendy's is not. And I don't know why. Either way, I really dig this track. I feel like the last one, maybe it was just I was getting introduced to him, but I feel like this one is a complete fucking step up in terms of everything. The beat's nicer. The hook's somehow even fucking nicer. Just like, I hit the jack spot. I'm at the Mandalay, whatever that is. It's not the trap spot. You see this beefing thing? It's got the flats hot. And now you're living, showing you man a snapshot, and I'm an off-white. And then he repeats it. And I just feel like... It's got this like celebratory, like rags to riches, like he finally did it feel to it. And, you know, given he's a young dude, he's like escaping where he's coming from, let's say, for this music thing, which is actually starting to work. And you just you feel like this honesty and appreciation in the way he's spinning it. It's not arrogant. It's like he feels lucky. And I feel like he wants you to know that he feels lucky in that hook. And I really appreciated that. Um, either way, once the verse kicks in, his flows are fucking fun. Um, I like shit like my wrist looked like a skepta ad lib. I mean, if you're gonna make something about how blinged out you are, it's cool to do it in a way where you shout out another guy in the culture and, and his significance. I don't really know a lot about Skeptis ad lib. Apparently it's uh icy. He says icy a lot. I don't I don't really know. And so I'm just assuming that genius is not lying to me here. And you guys know more. Um, either way, it, like it flows out. You know, one of my favorite lines in the entire song, though, really blew my mind was you're bad now. You're an Insta G. And that was pretty cool because there is a lot of people who talk a lot of shit on social media. And I mean, in every walk of life, but like you see them in, in person and they just i guess they're different but i don't know it's just the idea of the insta g because it's such a play on instagram and it, it really i can't believe i've never heard anybody say that before for how fucking clever and nifty that line is somebody else has said it that's fine the first dude who told told me that dope ass line is gonna be aj tracy i also like shit where he's like dim dim fuck i can't do this right demand hear the flow but don't listen i'm mlk aj trace i got a vision can't be a gang you're cloaked you stay hidden me i'm on the street so grove real life pigeons i'm like i kind of appreciate that sentiment where you you say a bunch of stuff and people don't want to like dig deeper or care about the point of what you're trying to do and sometimes like when we do things like even doing these reviews there's a bigger purpose to this it's because I don't think a lot of people care a lot about albums or the culture or really about digging deep. So I can't be one of those people that goes, yo, people don't do this. 
and then not do this. So by doing this whole reviewing process, it's like exposing me to shit like AJ Tracy, who is pretty fucking dope. Anyway, just to prove again that there's cool shit that keeps getting dropped, that not everything that's on the fucking AT40 fucking chart. We used to like back in the day shit on what's on the charts on radio. Like Billboard used to not be an indication of what was good. You know, like it used to just be that was pop. Now that all the cool hip-hop-y shit, I guess, is on pop, it's like people forgot about that. So it's not really any of these artists' fault well, that y'all choose to care that Billboard dictates what's popping as opposed to looking to see what's getting released and help. I don't know. I have very, like, unfortunately unhappy feelings towards the state of the fan in regards to that kind of complaining. And I find most of you who come here and watch this tend to not be that person. So this isn't directed at you. It's just... Anyway, just kind of something that I've been noticing. But, like, the guy's got cool lines. Like, I just hit the jackpot, no lie. Mummy in the Canada goose, she's so fly. Like, that's expensive fucking jackets, dude. Like, that's like a $1,000 jacket. That's a dope line. And he's bringing up some Canada shit, which I appreciate. I don't know. My babe's walking see-through off-white. I got, I guess off-white is off-kilter. I mean, that's what I'm going to assume. I don't really know. I don't have a lot to, like, break down in his lyrics. It's mostly just good wit. Like, it's really well-constructed lines with really good constructed flows. And I find that when you really, like, take the time to listen to any of them, it works out well. The beat is banging, and he bounces off of it really fucking well. And the fact that he's able to take such different sounds and bring his own style to them all is very impressive to me. This one is totally more up my alley, and I give it a 4.5 on 5. Yeah, the next one on this album is called Rina. Man, these beats are great. I don't know, man. This guy has an excellent fucking ear for this shit. Because, like, I don't know, the rhythm being used, maybe it's just because I'm not that familiar with it. Like, we don't have that many sounds over on this side of the pond. Like, 98% of what we review is not from Europe or in any way, shape, or form. I'm, I'm including the UK and Europe because I know England is in Europe still. In the instill in the EU, I don't know complicated territorial line shit. Either way, um, this is apparently like about some girl that he dated, his first real girlfriend. So he's trying to write some kind of a more lovey song, and it's reflected in the fact that it's kind and appreciative in the sense of stuff like all this water on my body, my girl give me naughty. I love it. It went a ting so sloppy. These brothers want to copy. My plug got me rocky. I still got the number for the poppy. We're in the crib right now. And I'm like, okay. It's one of these songs. These are not my favorite songs. But he does it particularly well. And maybe it's just because nobody's rhyming naughty and sloppy from where I'm listening to. And that is, is distinct. It's new sounding to me a little bit. And I find when stuff's new sounding to me, I'll appreciate it more just because I haven't heard it before. But the beat's real nice. The chorus is pretty proper. Like, you, she's sitting on it. She got me hitting on it. She got a lip, uh, and her lips got me twist when I'm kissing on it. Like, you can just picture him, like, being mad into this girl. And it's got a, again, his hook is fantastic. All three songs, three fantastic hooks. It's like... It's really rare to get the guy who can rap really well that can also make the pop suck you in hook at the same time. Ad-libs are on point. Everything's doing well on this. Then he does his verse. It's totally fine. Verse 1 seems to be a bit more about the, the girl and, uh, you know, how she's cool and, like, you know, she's only for him. And then verse 2 just kind of seems to be a little bit more about how he's fly. But I really liked where he's like, her ex-man's moist on God, he can't walk it. Like, I've never heard anybody say shit like that. Like, her ex-man's moist? Like, I'm certain that that is an expression and I can kind of get the idea weak. You know, I can see how pussies are moist. So it's almost like calling someone pussy. But like, for me, it's like, I've never really heard anyone call anyone moist before. That's funny. On God, he can't walk it. And that makes sense, you know, because the guy's fake. But then he goes, H2O, my chains are team rocket, bling blau. I like that. I really did. It was cool. That's literally both a gun and Pokemon bar at the same fucking time. That's cool. It's like it's creative and shit. It's really like fun to listen to. And I would say, especially if you're not that familiar with uh, British music in the hip hop side, this is fucking great crossover shit. This is some shit that's super appealing to me who's not that familiar with the, with the genre per se. And it's still like really clear. Like while there are occasional expressions that go over my head, for the most part, like it's pretty solid punning and whatnot. I give this a 4.35. 
this is not my style of song. Typically, I don't rate the girl songs as high as the deep conceptual shit, and that's my preference, and that's what really gets me going. I could not call this like some shit that I have to recommend to people. On the other hand, so far, if I was at a party, I would just start playing this album, and we good. Don't even have to skip a song, and that's really cool. And I like the fact that he's got both buyers and skills mixed with the ability to impress me at the club. That is something we all need in life. Um, I have not yet heard the first two versions that were in this song, but he did say that Wifey Rhythm Three was meant to be a little bit different. So again, the hook is ridiculous. It comes in real strong. It's Wifey Part Three. My Gucci says, "Blind for love, I can't see." Yeah, my girl, you can't be. I know I sound terrible. I don't care. That's so fun. You're just bopping. You're just feeling it. The whole beat has this, like I think it's steel drums is the what's in there. The whole Caribbean vibe to it. And uh, it's fucking dope. Like, it's just really a fun beat. Again, you're at the party now. First three songs have played. It's about 12 minutes in, maybe. And the drinks are starting to get a little tipsy. This comes on. You start the dancing. You start getting going. It's fucking perfect. Like, this entire album is, like, working so far for a party. Um, it's kind of a little bit about how he's a playboy and he's cool and, you know... He's the shit, it's braggadocious, uh, I wanna fuck kind of song. Um, but there's a particular girl I guess he's going for. I, I just had a lot of trouble really diving super deep into the lyrics of shit like, I love her Essex straw, she trying to give me top while I stretch and yawn. My Irish girl Lisa got the treasure in her panties, but she talking like a leprechaun, what you running for, B? And it's, it's clever. Like, listen, if a guy is gonna be rapping about all the women he fucks, I want some dope shit, like equating puns like Irish and running leprechauns, you know, like that only shows literary effort, you know, I appreciate that, like I love a blonde thing. her name Becky's explosive, but she knows it, we might have to go part ways like Moses, like, you know, that's got some cleverness to it, it's not just like, I make the pussy wet, or play with the pussy like Pikachu, or Peekaboo, or whatever, like it's not like, like there's cleverness here, this is good writing mixed into maybe what I would consider to be a bit more of a vapid theme, but at the same time, let's say I was single, and let's say it was like 2 in the morning, and let's say I was faded, and this came on, this would be a nice song to, you know, end up dancing with somebody too, is all I'm trying to say. So I really appreciate that for what it is. It's really good. I give this a 4.35. It's again, not really my cup of tea in terms of going out there to listen to it on my own, but it's totally my cup of tea in the right context, in the right environment. And the fact that like, it's so enjoyable, like I'd put this on over most of the pop songs like Post Malone or whatever that might get played at the party instead. It's got a high energy and I hate how slow energy everything else is. So the fact that he's able to make these high energy songs and not just dumb it down to try to be R&B. It's fucking cool. Anyway, the next one is Double C's. So at first I was like, did he really write a song about tits? Because Double C's are boobies. In my mind, is the first thought. Apparently for a guy so into the fashion world, and I know he's done some modeling and he's back. He's like legit into that world. Double C's is, is more Coco Chanel. And I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. Apparently the, the song was going to be called Chanel. And I'm like, oh, that's always, I'm glad that there's quotes from him on like every fucking song. It's really cool to, to have those little contexts. But apparently Chanel's a little too, too generic and he didn't want the generic name. So he changed it to double C's. So it is a little more ambiguous. And I guess he achieved his goal. The first thing I thought of was a girl in a strip club. Anyway, there's some fascinating shits that are like said on this song like stuff i'm glad he mentioned because i didn't know like he made forbes 30 under 30 i might go flood out my girls i'm like damn that's impressive you know and just the fact that he was making dope louboutin heels i might just blood out my girls man's doing tour in chanel the strip is chanel how you gonna talk about dates when half of my team is in jail i think that's what i kind of liked is that while all of this shit is happening he's still grounded to know that like where he's from and the fact that as much as he's popping not everyone is still there with him so up until the point where everybody's there with him i don't think he's gonna feel like he's really there yet he's he's on his way but that's an interesting like thing about him that i think 
makes me believe he's a more grounded and like down to earth person and i like how he just starts off my new girl's not a keeper f moves might use her as a striker she's way too fast and hyper she can tell i really don't like her but it's cool she don't like me either and you know like it just kind of starts to show that the vapid maybe relationship of how people treat him like i i always find it kind of sad when i hear these like really successful people talk about how all these girls will fuck them they'll do anything they'll like have five seven chick orgies as long as you buy them bags and shit after and then it's like or that that's the whole relationship or she'll date you thinking she'll get something out of you and i don't know is that fun maybe it's fun when you're 24 if i was 24 i think that would be really fun but now i'm 31 and i feel like that sounds kind of sad compared to having a girl that's like really down to ride like really down to be yours i don't know that's just something that i think about either way i really enjoyed how he starts off first too with my head teacher couldn't manage me fuck mr hall he's a prick and i'm still getting money in the grove where the bangers be and then that, that's just really cool like if mr hall's his teacher fuck him because i can't stand fucking teachers to talk shit like that and like kind of dismiss somebody's dreams like not everybody has thought that i would ever do anything with my life many people just thought i would be a fucking loser failure type some of you still might think that that's fine i know where i'm at and it's really cool to like defy what other people are going to think of you that's a powerful feeling and i like how he follows it up with he could never get served like a canopy and then proceeds to talk about how he has his fucking money as thick as various women who are thick, such as Kim Kardashian, Demi Rose, and let's not forget the fucking animal, the manatee. Love it. That's that's amazing. That's one of my favorite fucking lines on the album. Um, Overall, this one feels more like traditional trappy to me in terms of the beat, like more of what I would expect to hear for a song about this kind of things. And I think the main part of what makes me like it is his accent and the fact that he is saying shit I haven't heard before and his authenticity. Those are all points. But this is so far the first song where I'm like, eh, I could live without this one. I do like the outro where it's all about rumors and like you actually have to have real reasons to come back and you know like so if things aren't real and things are just kind of fake that it's not even worth it and that you know so like then there's no reason for me to come back to unless it's real or unless i thought it was real so invalid like how this entire song seems to be like a play or an argument he's making or something and then it's almost a response saying is that even real you know i really like that i really think it makes it a little bit deeper than just your average fucking song it makes me really be impressed with aj tracy um anyway next up is a truly non-expected song on this album in my opinion because apparently aj tracy is a fucking country star so apparently he made a joke about how he's gonna make half his album country and then when he got verified on instagram or something they put a guitar next to him so then he's like yeah i guess i'm a country star and so there was some inside joke attached to this and since i wasn't living through it it just is shit i'm reading off of the internet after the fact but then i heard that beep and i said that's country and i had to like i had to like maybe i just don't know what country is one of the things i've noticed is occasionally i'll have people ask me why i review hip-hop you know how would you feel if i came and reviewed country music like because i'm white or something that i like country i don't i live in the city like we don't really bump country as much in a city you know I live in a fucking metropolis <laughs> it's not exactly like the country is anything connected to my life you know what's a better move say queen if you want to insult me or whatever with that throw it like queen or rock or something then you'll have riled up city boys you won't get the city boys with how'd you feel if i like country maybe in the south i don't know i'm from the north i'm from montreal i'm in the north of the states north um anyway so i don't really like country much but i heard this basic nice little four chord guitar loop that sounded like next level with the drums and shit on it and i'm like that kind of sounds more like just rock to me i mean I, I get the joke i get the point i get it i get it but i'm just saying that 
I don't feel like that beat sounds like country music to me. It just sounds like a dope ass rock hip hop beat that is so fucking cool and full of very, very fun lines. I, I love this song. This is possibly my favorite song on the album. And maybe it's because he accidentally made a beat completely or did a song that is almost like tailored to my tastes whereas the last one is not tailored to my taste is the complete opposite he's bouncing off that beat like proper it's an upbeat fast-paced flow while granted it's very flossy very much how uh, you know i'm a country star it's no joke carrots on my neck these diamonds they can make man choke i'm too flash don't stare get a stroke pull up to the farm and get some i don't know whatever those lines are fine I'm, I'm not really feeling it. I do like his honesty. Like, I'm a sex addict and a young boss plus goat. I like that kind of stuff. It doesn't sound like he's really trying to be the best. He's trying to relish in his success. And maybe that goat line contradicts me a bit, but in general. I like how he goes, my tings dim love off reverse cowgirl. I mean, it's not very country. Reverse cowgirl is just an excellent fucking position, okay? It's just great. It's enjoyable. Anyway, there is a couple. There is one line that absolutely fucking stood out to me and it's when he goes i eat goat enough time so me cannibal and i'm like holy shit that is the goat of the goat lines i've never heard a goat line i liked as much as that right he and for real curry goat may be one of my absolute favorite dishes that i don't get to eat enough so i, I appreciate that he would eat a lot of goat coming from uh, trinidadian heritage um, I'm hoping I'm right. Otherwise, I sound stupid now. But just the idea that he eats goat. So in literally real life, but in more of a metaphorical, he eats the rappers or kills them in rap battle form or is just that much doper or fresher that he eats out of the other goats. So he's a cannibal. Oof, it's too good. That was one of my literal favorite lines on this entire project. Help. That might rank in one of my favorite lyrics of the year. Anyway, independent, but the label didn't say me flammable. I like that. I don't know how independent any fucking independent person really is. Often they're independent in a music creation point of view, but then sign distribution deals that end up being connected. Like even like the indie distro people are owned by the big players. So is it really independent? This is stuff I'm just curious about myself. I digress. I don't know shit about that. So I don't want to call them on that. It's just anytime I hear somebody go independent, I go, how independent are you? Like I'm independent. Literally nobody throws money at me. Nobody's helping me except for those five patrons. Those guys are awesome. But like literally nobody else. So that is what I see when I hear independent is literally having to do it on your own. So having teams and shit and people with money behind you, it always makes me wonder how independent. I know, I know. I'm just playing technicalities. And for all I know, AJ Tracy is 100% literally independent. So I don't want to talk shit about him. That's not the point. It was more, do you guys also ask questions like that? Because that's the whole thing. So, you know, when you review music, you start wondering shit. I digress. He's fucking blessed on this song. I like I'm a G like Ali because the Ali G show is sick. Sasha Baron Cohen's a ridiculously fun guy. Overall, this song just hit me in the right way. It's basically like all the other stuff he's been doing only over a completely different style and i think that is a huge saving grace for what he does is that like no two beats on this album are really the same so he doesn't even if he doesn't necessarily change up what he raps about song to song or try to come up deep and conceptual he is flexing versatility in a way that so few others can and i think country star is a really good case in point of that and i would hope to hear more people bringing in more guitars i think one of my favorite songs off of the carter three is the one with the guitars anyway i gave this song a five on five it's really dope the next one though is called psych out this is a cool song in the sense of like what it is like one of those more airy braggadocious songs but almost nothing about this hooked me the way say double c's might have hooked me a little bit i recognize that this is very much a taste thing i'm not the biggest fan of this song but as far as this kind of music goes it's pretty well made like it's really well done it just feels so formulaic now if I understand correctly, he did break his album into chunks, so the first part was meant to be more rappy. If you notice, I really dug that. This is meant to be more of this, this middle part, so there will be a couple of songs in a row that follow maybe more of this, 
singy, airy, I don't know, I guess more R&B shit. I don't, I don't know. So non-aggressive music. Apparently, his mom asked him why he always makes aggressive music. So he wanted to try out some new shit. For that, I give him props because it makes me believe he's more of an artist. And I, I say that sincerely. I don't have to like every song you do. In fact, if you're a really, really good artist and you're really versatile with it, like he is on this project, it's going to be impossible for the entire thing to be something I'm probably going to like because he's maintaining at least two or three main styles that he shifts between and does so seamlessly while maintaining the essence of being AJ Tracy. But lyrically, not a lot really popped out at me. It was fine. Like You couldn't pay me if you wanted. I'm a rock star. Just got a plaque for singing Mummy, I'm a pop star. My Fendi scarf keeps spinning, made a helicopter. Hey mama, went and bust my wrist, I need a doctor. So I appreciate that. Like I appreciate the fact that he has that humility still. Like it's almost amazement that he's here and he's so proud to share it with him. But at the end of the day, it's I don't know. Lines like White Air Forces, Beamers, Bentleys, and Porsches, Take My Girl for Three Courses, Money Fever, I'm nauseous, Pop the Shooters, We're Lawless, Psycho, Words to My Chorus. In general, while it all works and it all flows really well, it isn't saying very much to me except that he's richer than me. And while he has every right to brag about being richer than me, that kind of song is never going to hit 100% with like what I want. I think it's his humility and amazement. So the fact that he manages to make everything not sound like he's a piece of shit, that really makes me appreciate what he does it. And there's something about the way that he makes songs like this that I wish other people would copy. Honestly, the tone in his writing it makes me like him. He could be richer than me, but I still like him. And that's cool. That's not something a lot of braggadocious people can pull off in this era when you are rapping about this shit. But like, I mean, he's a fashion model and shit, so he looks fresh and that's very important to him and, you know, things like that. And the fact that it's all part of a bigger brand and then he really is trying to build something and he's, you know, about his team and stuff. It's almost like I want him to get money because you're going to do good shit with it. And that kind of stuff makes me like him. Anyway, I gave it a 4.25, mostly because I recognize it's well made for what it is, but it's not really my cup of tea. Um, the next one, though, is uh, Butterflies. There is a chance that the music video impacted my grade a little bit because he went to Trini, I believe it was Trini, or it was one of the islands, to show off like his homeland and just basically show this like party vibe. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone looks happy. And like at the end, he has this message. He's like, not everyone is able to go back to their homeland to see it. Don't just believe what you see on the news. There's all this beauty and amazing shit here. And the amount of asses that are shaking and the amount of good time vibes it looks like. And uh, the guy he's uh, featuring is fucking faded, beyond faded the entire way through. And it's really fun to watch these guys. Like It's really like, they look so, like I wanna go hang out with them just watching that music video. So it was cool. And uh, basically, yeah, it was shot in Port of Spain, Trini. I was right. That's cool. So the, the music video takes place there. And uh, the song has a great beat. It is more upbeat and more fun, dancey. The lyrics are kind of what they are. Just, you know, like, I really enjoy... It's more creative than the last one, but drink strong liquor, got the party jumping. That's cool. I want to get your home and give your ting a thumping. Okay. I mean, like... At a certain point in a review like this, there's not that much more I can say about him being popular and wanting to fuck girls. But then, as I was feeling like that, he goes, I carved the pussy up like I'm cutting pumpkin. Pussy like the English Channel every time I jump in. Splash. And I'm like, there, he does it again. He says some new shit that just makes me smile and go, at least he has these lines in here that just sound like shit I've never heard before. And I heard that pumpkin shit like six times. And every time I heard the pumpkin shit, I really enjoyed it and the way he goes splash in the ab libs and stuff it's so fucking fun and that's what you're supposed to have here is this is a fun song that's really fucking fun so props to that and then i guess not threes notes whatever his name is i apologize um she's the swedish john and i'm praying she rolls my way because her back would be bigger than jupiter that's floating up in space damn man i appreciate a nice booty so i'm just picturing it and i'm like yep 
that's why i like this song it's not really any good reasons it's that it's so innocent and i like how it's so innocent it's so authentic these are just guys trying to have fun trying to show love and you know get some girls and whatnot that seems very normal you know my favorite part of the the whole song though is your x-man's a lab rat talks about trap trap he don't get cash go tell that pussy old whatever he says low that i don't know what he said at the end there but that's really fun i like the fact that again it's about authenticity and there's all these lines all over this album that prove that this man is about the authenticity i get this a 4.35 while again the content and the themes aren't really my favorite i can't help but love the vibe and the overall fun and while i would skip over psych out if i play this at a party I would also maybe leave it because it would get people moving and dancing and this is really good as far as clubby dancing music goes i want substance i want people who try like this so this is fucking cool um the next one on the album is something i don't wear and that's a necklace auto-tune came like the clear anyway i'm not trying to make fun of it it's just it's just not my favorite the way it's used like that if you can't sing just get a singer i mean just get somebody who can sing in my opinion or don't put the auto-tune and own it like fucking boogie i respected boogie for not using the auto-tune like that that's just my thoughts on that but that's cool this is the most generic sounding song on the album for like american pop music and for that it was just the hardest to get into i mean almost none of the lines really struck out to me in terms of stuff to like comment on it's it's basically you know he they're popping you know i'm gonna go fuck up a check no i'm gonna go fuck up that check i did the digital jazz i live in chelsea i got them white folk around me still got a glock in the stash it's it's a lot of stuff like that so nothing original really is what it felt but on the other hand if you go back to that versatility point i can't hate him for doing this in any way shape or form I don't have to like it all like i said he's experimenting at this point trying to make less aggressive music maybe trying to make something that appeals to a different audience and he's playing around with it this is the guy's first album nine songs nine styles of beats genres really that's really cool and impressive and like i really want to emphasize that more than i want to emphasize that this is really the song you should skip if you have any kind of a uh, interest in the more conscious lyrical shit you're not gonna like this one but if you're into that flow vibey stuff if like you know trap music is your thing i really think you'll feel this one i think it's well made i just don't think it's really a song that's for me in any way shape or form but the fact that he can do it and do it as well as anybody else is really impressive and should be noted anyway i'm gonna gloss over that i give this a four it might be the lowest grade i've given on the album that's just kind of what it is and the next one is prada me i like the hook at the part where he goes and i got no time no time and i just want my money right like that that melody that he uses there without the auto-tune and shit it really sounds nice it really sounds cool to me and i also really like the pun of the prada me because he's obviously involved in fashion so the prada on him is one side of it but the way he uses it like now you're proud of me and how he plays up on that pun that's creative that's cool that is a good use of prada as far as puns go um i don't know it's a cool praise it's it's a cool idea he apparently heard somebody use it and i like the fact that he's willing to tell the internet that he didn't come up with it he just made it greater than it was like most artists do most people aren't that original they don't really come up with all that much shit we just see stuff and we go i wish it was like this or i could do it better or i could twist it and then you get the world that we live in so that's where we're at with shit um i don't know i i feel like this is very similar to necklace in the sense that it's not really the kind of song i'm that into um i got a lot on my mind fuck with my slime and get slimed i guess that all in my time i heard she yours but she mine now i mean here we're getting in the i'm taking your girl lines are being pulled in it's fine it's like i don't want to hate on this guy because he seems to be living this life and he seems to be really authentic with most of his shit and if he really is fashionable and having all this shit happen i don't want to be like oh that's not something you should be making songs about but if that's what your life fully is 
and you're only going to talk about that at a certain point i'm like i would love to hear your thoughts on like gentrification or some shit like that or whatever but i again i understand that this is him experimenting and i understand that that's all this is him trying out new shit this isn't even his main style as he said so i'm not trying to be too harsh on it i think this one has more merit to it than the previous one um like free all my boys in a can none of those clothes you'll get a 10 man no i do it for mitt man no i do it for dan i don't know who those people are but you know now that he's doing it for them either way i love the fact that he still cares about his people who's locked up and he still cares about his hood he still cares about the people around him and that again makes me totally okay with a guy like him getting rich because it's not just about him it's about him and squad and as long as squad's involved i know you're employing people you're creating jobs and you're making your community better and i think that's something that a lot of people don't think about when they criticize wealthy people uh if a billionaire can make all sorts of jobs then that guy deserves to be a billionaire if a billionaire takes away from the situation then that guy's an asshole this guy he's the kind of guy that we need more rich folk like is what i'm trying to say I don't think he's just saying it for the talk. I think he's saying it to be real. Anyway, uh, 4.1 on 5. It's a little bit better than the last one. And then I had to Google what Ladbroke Grove is. I didn't even say it right this time. Ladbroke Grove. That's the next song. Like, you got to understand that I felt like the album was in a lull. And that I was going to have to come on here and basically talk about how much I didn't like two-thirds of the project. And that wasn't an appealing moment. And then Georgia Smith appears on this song and gives this weird, different sound. Apparently, this is acting like a garage MC. That means absolutely fucking nothing to me. But I'm assuming it reflects the style and the way he's coming at it, which doesn't sound like a lot I've heard before in terms of just the attitude towards this music. So that combination of almost this housey dance music, something like that, mixed with the cool effects on georgia smith no one knows the pain no one sees what i see in you no one feels the same no one sees myself like you do that's some deep shit we're no longer in vapid land to me and then all of a sudden he's just fucking like yo it's the hyperman set aj tracy live and direct dj mash up the mash up the deck the microphone champ is live and direct that flow is hype the whole chorus is hype the way he's bouncing off of shit, it's just fucking fun to listen to. If, that, if I want more like that. Like, if you guys can recommend me some albums like this, maybe uh, we'll do some classic reviews on some of this shit because, you know, it's part of the whole culture of the world. Drake has officially unified hip-hop and UK. So, well, he's trying to, apparently. Either way, I don't know if we'd all be listening to UK albums over here quite as much if it wasn't for Drake, so that happened um then the other verses are proper too um lyrically it's fine and when i say it's fine it means that it's still pretty good it's still very witty um it's it's still got cool shit but this is less flossy and more like he's dope and i like him rapping about how dope he is you know and this is a song named after where he's come from um and i like just shit like when my team's in the place is shut down i'm gonna ride on a wave till it's sundown i don't know what ping ting look like a touchdown i don't know what that means all my haters getting vexed because i'm up now so it almost sounds like your standard what happens when you rise up in the hood shit and that's unfortunate because as we discussed a bit earlier in the podcast that just seems to happen to everyone so i don't have any like like i get it if you're living through that you should put it out because that's what you're feeling and shit but I really enjoyed it. Um, I went and got, then my kettle got bust out. I went up, then my kettle got bust down. I don't really know what that means, but I really love when he goes bling blau. Every time he says bling blau on this album, I get very fucking happy. Sometimes it's the simple shit that amuses you. Overall, like, while I don't fully catch every nuance about it, and I do get the energy he's putting out, like, shit like, said i'm a rock star in the same verses and i wait everybody run from the cop car and i don't know about sober i'm just a, i'm just a block boy sitting in a rover it's like yeah i kind of get where you're coming from and what i really appreciate it is i get the yaddy love like a pop star and when i'm in the ends i'm a block star you know like you get to send that you get to sense that he's he's aspiring to be like 
almost the number one artist like he's, he's trying to get there and he's doing it in a very straight up way and, and again it's the attitude that he sells is so fucking well on this song but with that crazy upbeat amazing fucking flows amazing fucking instrumental this song is a 4.5 on 5 i really enjoyed it it's just like damn i, I plussed it on spotify this is some shit i'm gonna listen to when i'm feeling a bit pissy in the morning and i gotta get into an upbeat mood for work because Part of your job is always to be smiley in an upbeat work so that you can answer crucial questions like, how was your weekend? And not make people feel depressed. Anyway, that's a great song. I really enjoyed it. And then the next one is called Doing It. That beat is fire. That beat just makes me excited. It just makes me fucking grind. It's just grind music. And again, 12th song on the album, 12th fucking styly beat thing, something new super impressive the lack of repetition in terms of sonic style is dumbfounding it's really impressive so while maybe on a lyrical front there is a bunch of like repetition in terms of styles i'm not trying to hate i'm not trying to talk some shit um i'm trying to say that this is he's him he's spitting his shit and that's what he's doing um but the fact that he's able to do it over such a varied soundscape, it's it's just so impressive to me. Because that is that is versatility. That is some shit that so many people are afraid of even trying. And to see guys doing it in, like, 2019, it's exciting for the future of music, you know? Um, it's AJ, can you say it for me quickly? Probably. It's AJ, can you say it for me quickly? It's AJ, can you say it for me quickly? I don't know. I don't know how fast I can say it. I can talk pretty quick, but I'd have to practice that specific line, I guess. Uh, big man living in a picnic. I, th- I might Bob Marley if I can't sleep. Puff, puff. And I don't love Bobby like I'm Whitney. And I like I, I appreciate that because everyone loves Bobby, I believe, was a, a reality TV show that was, I don't know why that happened. But anyway, the lyrics are just still in the same vein. I'm just kind of reading them to you so you can see that they're kind of still in the same vein of what we've been coming up to. Only that this chorus is an extra fucking banger with now i got a house in the west i'm doing it now i put the ice on my chest i'm doing it now i got plants on the wall i'm doing it now i never answer a call and you know you get this sense that he's made it he's accomplishing shit he's not just talking he's walking he's 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 moved on he's he's finally getting this shit and you just get this sense where like if you keep grinding if you keep pushing if you keep doing it you're gonna get there and that's what's amazing about this is now he's got there and he's still doing it he's still pushing he's still grinding and shit and it's really great it really just makes my head bump it really has this crazy drum patterns crazy fast-paced energy on that beat and he knows how to take that and just bounce off of it in a way where i think flows so well so i'm giving this song another 4.5 on 5 I wish it might have like a deeper concept to it. That's just always what I wish when I listen to music. I like music that sounds like this, but it's also blowing my mind conceptually. But I'll take music that sounds like this, that sounds fucking dope, over shit that's maybe super conceptual that isn't quite as fun to listen to because there's again a time and a place to sit there and be pensive and a time where you just want to be wilding out being like, I'm doing it, you know, singing along to some AJ Tracy. Anyway, super impressive track, super fucking dope um and then the next one had a feature that got me a little excited so why don't we talk about how there's nothing but net once upon a time we reviewed a gigs album whopped to dim and uh gigs shared a little snippet of us on instagram similar to what i described at the very beginning of this video only i think he was laughing at us because we sounded kind of dumb but good on gigs for being the first ever artist to share us in any capacity and so yeah i hope gigs sees this again and knows that he we really appreciated that it really motivated us and that video did particularly well at a time when i mean none of our videos do really well but relatively speaking that video did really well and so thank you gigs that's really cool and since then we've come to really appreciate what you do a lot more it was just very new at that time so that's why i feel like gigs's verse is ridiculous man first of all the slowed flow the fact that his timing and the way he uses pauses is is just like the opposite of what maybe we've been getting from aj tracy but it counterbalances so beautifully like something i've really come to appreciate is a guy who can like leave like an open bar knowing exactly that what he's going to say next is going to come out and just strike it really proper and gigs is just owning it in that regards like it's just so strong and then what he's saying it's just so simple yeah 
guns out, park up quick, jump out, spark up, big blunts out, knock your big fronts out, stop your shit, calm down, shut your lips right now. I'm not going to shut my lips, Mr. Giggs, but I will proceed to say that that is fucking fun to listen to. That is just hard hitting and it really punches off the rhythm. And it's so, again, different from what AJ Tracy has just given us on the same song with his more fast pace, his more energetic flow. And I think between the passion and intensity of Giggs and the, ener of Giggs and the energy of AJ Tracy, we have one of the best songs on this fucking album no lie we got the bit bling blouse we got the fucking crazy ass amazing beat that just it, it's diverse and alive and evolves to fit each artist we've got really talented people making really great sounding shit in my opinions um i don't have a lot more to break down i don't want to comment on mr Giggs's lifestyle in any way and get laughed at again on instagram but i do want to say that he's so good to listen to the way that they put effects on his voice kind of gives this ethereal feel to his uh his delivery like it sounds exactly like him but with a slight ghostiness to it which i really like overall this is a dope ass song 4.75 and it's really enjoyable i keep saying that because so many things on this album are really enjoyable even the next one even if it's a fucking horror flick this is another one where i think the beat is just fucking exceptional the energy is just so next level like this is just some aggressive almost silly but still serious shit going on right now like that beat feels uk like if you were to i would call it grimy because i'm ignorant and it just sounds like what i would throw under that bucket but the way he bounces off of it just fucking throw is just so beautiful my favorite line is i'm a cool guy i'm lovely with parents but it gets peak when i see a full moon oh that was really funny how like for the most part he's fine but when shit triggers him or when he sees a full moon and turns into a werewolf like it's almost like he's he's a regular dude until he snaps you know but it's it's what i meant by silly is he's literally got lines like i'm in a ghost with a vampire princess horror flick when i'm out with the crew so as much as yeah it's hard because it is it's it's still a little silly to think about a vampire princess in the midst of his typical shit you know i really enjoy it he made the halloween theme he made a bunch of lines that kind of bounce off of that it's a little bit more on the vibe and i'm gonna fuck you up kind of side and i think he does that so so well i think he's a great artist when with this aggressive fast-paced punchy type shit but meanwhile again you still want to dance and meanwhile you're still getting that super fucking diverse feel to it like there's not another song on this album that i think sounds like horror flick and we're on track 14 so the fact that outside of maybe lyrical content we've gotten very little repetition it's still blowing me it's still blowing my mind and i think it has to be said multiple times because these are the types of things that i don't think people really appreciate especially from the more lyrical miracle camps when they come into acts like this they're not going to give it the love it deserves because well there's also the side where i find a lot of people listen to singles and when you listen to an album you can truly appreciate somebody's versatility but if all you do is hear the singles you'll still appreciate the versatility but you're not going to be hit with how profoundly talented a person really is you're just going to see the singles that are often specifically made to sell in many cases singles are the worst songs on albums and the good shit's kind of buried that isn't the single anyway um not a lot in terms of the lyrics that i thought were like next level changing it was mostly the flow the way it delivers it the overall passion and energy that really blows my mind but this song is really fun this is one of the best energies on the album and it's another one that i could find myself really going back and just listening to and like wanting to put on again and again and again because it makes me want to move i can't even sit still while horror flakes on and that's a really cool feeling to have so i really appreciate how good this song is at doing what it's supposed to be doing and so i give it a five on five it's very strong it's very cool it's just so fun that i can't help but love it which is so weird because it's called horror flick and maybe it isn't maybe the goal from his perspective wasn't to make like the funnest shit in the world but still that's what it is um i digress one last one on this album it's been a very fun album so far uh let's see how it closes with triple s so like the fact that there's no drums 
until you get to the end of the first verse it just builds hype i don't think people realize how powerful a drum drop is but i can assure you that this is a banger for a live performance um he said specifically it's why he wrote it but he's right it is exactly that you know i could just see how he's like west store on my dick did men are still on yahoo who the fuck is still on Yahoo? How far, to, how fucking out of times can you be? And you know how you know that people are on Yahoo because it's still here and it still has paper click services and they still make money. It's fucking whack, but they they still here. Anyway, when he goes, I'm just arrived, and the drums kick in. You can just picture the mosh pit that's about to blow the fuck up as people turn out, and he just keeps it running. But he's also got like crazy good lines on this shit that I find are really substantial. Never try to call man again. Stop that. We are not friends. Please go away and write your sins. Chanel know that I love their fabric bands. So it's like. It's just the sense of like he knows who his team is. He's down with his squad, and he he's able to like just spin it in a way where if you cross him or shit's there, he's he'll cut you out. He's cold. He's he's got this like OG mentality to him that I really really appreciate. My young brown kings, none of us know about treason. That's a great line. To be a king without treason, it's just amazing. It's loyalty. It's not snitching. It's it's doing the right thing. And considering how many of his people are in jail, you could imagine that they are a tight knit crew that like holds it down proper. Um, I like that he literally ends this song with Super Smash Bros. Bust him out. It's like the last line is a Super Smash Bros. bar. That's the last real line we're getting on this album. That's fucking incredible. To me, at least, this geeky white kid right here. I love that shit. Um, this song has a fantastic energy. It is a great way to close out the album. I find it, again, the beat is just so triumphant. And it's different because it has that buildup. Because it has a kind of flow. Like, this is something that I think could really work as maybe either an album opener or a closer. Or at least some point in the mid, right after some of the more R&B shit to get everyone to turn up again. It's great. It's really well done. 4.5 on 5. Um, I guess that's the end of this review. Um, I really enjoyed this project. I gave the entire album a 4.44. Part of it is that there are songs on here that blow my mind in terms of how much they impress me and how much I want to listen to them and how much I enjoy them. On the other hand, there's a couple songs like Butterflies and Necklace um, that are just like less my cup of tea. They're a little more R&B, singy. One of them literally has autotune on it. It's just not my favorite. But I have to, for those of you who just skipped to the end, um, I just want to point out how versatile this guy is. He uh, manages to bring his style vocally to all of these different tracks. All 15 of them have a different beat in terms of style. He's not afraid to experiment down to using fucking guitars. Um, it's really cool. I'm really impressed by this guy. And I want to see amazing things happen in his future. I want to see him really pop up. Because on top of coming into his own, he really shows that loyalty is important to him. And that he adheres to a, like almost more like he's so honest. It, it feels like this doesn't feel like some guy just selling a fantasy. It feels like a guy who's made it a reality. And that's really different. And that's really appreciated by me. Um, anyway, that's all I got to say about that. Feel free to let me know in the comments what you think about this review, what you think about AJ Tracy in general. Through your comments, I can often grow and learn and get better at this shit. Since I will talk about this guy on his next project, I would love to learn as much as I can from his actual fans, from people who've been following him. Um, so before we leave, special thanks to the patrons Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, Super Old School 1994, Lindell Williams, and Carl J. Y'all are fucking incredible. They support us directly, and through them, we got a new camera recently. And as we grow it out, we're gonna get both better gear and ultimately people more people involved because that's gonna help us do a better show i'm not an editor <laughs> like my set looks like shit i know i know the window's open i, I should have closed it and put down the thing behind it so there isn't that triangle behind me see like it's just shit like that but i can only go so far with my time with what i can put in and i gotta focus on this and so it's kind of hard to do everything so those guys have helped us a lot by joining us they get to um 
join the request pool where every couple of weeks patreon picks the album and they each get their turn and when you join up the following month no matter what we'll do one of your requests as soon as we can and so that's going to happen next month for carl j while simultaneously i think we do ismail gadamsi's album review it's either him or lindell i'm not sure sorry about that still thank you all for the support otherwise you can do the comment like subscribe and show love like that we're a small enough channel that i will in fact answer everybody who comments on us i can do that until i can't i also dropped a project recently it's available on spotify itunes it's on this how the songs are on this channel and uh yeah you can check the link to that below and let me know what you think and so we'll be back with more reviews i'm on vacation in the next couple of weeks so there might be finally those k reno reviews i've been meaning to get done so thank you all for watching again and have a wonderful week